You're listening to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, sponsored by Mission First Capital, bringing real estate investment deals for active duty and veteran investors. Your host, Anthony Pinto, searched land, air, and sea to find military investors just like you investing in multifamily and commercial real estate, both active duty and veterans. Hear their stories, learn their lessons, and be inspired by the obstacles they have overcome on their path to financial freedom. Whether you are overseas or stationed at home, if you want to get started as a military real estate investor, this is the show for you. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. Hey learners, it is Monday, which means you're bringing you a, another PCI Teaches brought to you by Pinto Capital Investments. And uh, I'm your host, Anthony Pinto. I should probably start with that. So this week, we're going to be talking about and digging into a little more detail on how to use your TSP uh, specifically to invest in real estate. Because I think that, you know, we covered it briefly uh, when we were talking about uh, how to invest using retirement funds a couple of weeks ago on PCI Teaches. But uh, the more military guys I talk to, the more I, I realize that a lot of people don't uh, fully understand, one, how to use their TSP to its fullest extent. But two, also what has changed recently with COVID that has allowed um, unprecedented ability to take a loan or even withdraw against your TSP without having to take a lot of the penalties that were there before. So let's get into it because I, I want to dig into, I want to dig more into the loan, the ability to take a loan against the TSP and really the TSP as a whole. So if you're listening to this and you are a civilian um, contractor or um, government employee or a military member of some sort, even a veteran, um, you most likely have heard of the TSP or the Thrift Savings Plan. And it is the federal government's um, pension plan, if you will, for 401k equivalent. Uh, so you can decide to put a portion of your income that you get um, into the TSP. Most like most often, the four taxes come out depending if you pick the traditional or the Roth IRA option, um, just like a four hundred one k would would be. And you also can get matching up to a certain extent, at least on the military side. And for the longest time, people have just kind of expected that or use that as a 401k. So you put in money into it. There's a few different loan or fund options available or five or six of them. And they're all run kind of like the, by the government, uh, which in my opinion is not, not always that uh, makes the most fiscal sense. So, and people just kind of leave, leave the money there for a while and just hope that in 20, 30 years, uh, or really 20 years when they decide to get out, that there's going to be a lot of money there and they can live off of that. What a lot of people don't think about is that they can actually use that money to their advantage. I mean, it's your money anyway, which is good, but you can use it outside of just letting the stock market or the government decide how, how that money is going to be run. And there are a couple of different options to be able to do that. And the biggest one is through the TSP loan option. And not sure if this is specifically available to civilians, but it is available to uniformed services or military members. And those are two types of loans available for the uh, for the TSP, that is the general purpose loan and the residential loan. The general purpose loan, let's talk about that first. Uh, general purpose loan is has a repay period of one to five years, and it can be used for anything, any general purpose use for it. And normally, you're only able to take up 50% of your TSP amount, so uh, up to 50000 So if you have 
you know, $250,000 in that, you can only be able to take up to 50,000. Uh, if you only had 50,000 in there, you can only take up to 25,000 and, um, you can only have one general purpose or residential loan at a time. And you have to wait 60 days from the time that you repay one loan to take out another loan. Um, and there's some extra fees and stuff that get added, get added into it, but your current, your interest rate for, um, the general purpose loan as it is for the residential loan is 0.75%, which is something you can, you can't beat you know, when it comes to loans these days. And so that's the general purpose loan. The residential loan, on the other hand, is a one to 15 year repayment. And that is used specifically to purchase a house. Um, I think that you could take larger amounts of money than that. You could take up to hundred percent of your, of your loan amount there. Uh, but you really have to, you have to check on what the TSP says for your specific uh, amount, amount of money that you have in there. And again, the interest rate is 0.75% and some kind of extra stipulations uh, you should know about is that if, you have um, $1,000 in your account or lower, you can't actually take out a loan against that amount. Uh, you have to have at least $1,000 or more uh, to be able to, uh, to take a loan out. And that's specifically for a loan. So those are the two types of TSP loans. Now, what are the other options now that COVID has hit? Uh, those come in the, in the form of uh, COVID-19 new withdrawal um, I guess, additions as well as loan additions. So let's talk about the withdrawal aspects of it. So uh, the CARE Act gave special rules uh, for the TSB to be able to have participants who are having hardships or who have been affected by COVID-19 personally to be able to draw from their TSP uh, with some stipulations on it uh, without having to get hit with a lot of the tax um, penalties, if you will, that you would normally get hit by if you were withdrawing early from a tax advantage account, like retirement account like this. So what is specific calls out is uh, you are maybe able to get the, the favorable tax treatment or apply for a TSB CARES Act withdrawal if you are a qualified individual. And they quantify qualified individuals if you meet one of the following criteria. Uh, you have been, you or your, uh, you are or have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Uh, you or your spouse have been diagnosed. Or if you have had uh, adverse financial consequences, either to you, your spouse, or a member of your household due to COVID-19. And it specifically calls out being quarantined, uh, being furloughed or laid off, uh, or having work hours reduced, being unable to work due to lack of childcare, having to close or reduce hours of a business, having a reduction in pay or self-employment income, or having a job offer rescinded or a start date for a job delayed. And I think that last point is the one that most people are going to get uh, see is going to be applicable to them. And having gone through this process myself, I will, I will say that you don't necessarily have to prove the specific instances of you of being hit by those, but you may um, at some point get audited and that may come up. So I, it, my advice to you is if you have a spouse, for example, who is a civilian uh, or as a stay at home mom, or, you know, you got your family relied heavily on childcare to have both you and your wife work or you and your spouse work, then I would say that you fit this, you have had adverse financial consequences as a result of COVID-19. And you would therefore be able to withdraw against uh, your TSP, according with the CARES Act. So what does that actually, what does the withdrawal actually allow you to do? Well, the CARES Act withdrawal allows you to take up to $100,000 from your uh, TSP account. 
And uh, even if you are less than the 59 and a half uh, year old limit to be able to draw from that, that, uh, that um, tax penalty that you would face for early distribution gets waived, as well as the uh, specific heart, uh, hardship criteria gets waived there as well. And uh, you can uh, also have to pay that back over a three-year period rather than having to um, you know, get hit with taxes the first year. So let's say that you take out $9,000. You can um, allow that uh, penalty or that tax bill to get hit over the three years rather than the one year. So for example, uh, if you take out $9,000 distribution in 2020, uh, you could report $3,000 on your income each for the year of, of 2020, 2021, and 2022, instead of having to get hit with that, uh, that tax uh, income within all within one year, like you normally would if you withdraw withdrew from your account. And lastly, uh, on the withdrawal part, you may repay or all or part of the amount of the uh, distribution back to your account uh, within the three-year period without facing any adverse extra taxes outside of uh, obviously the tax income that you would uh, you would have to uh, show on your tax or in your uh, tax returns. And if you uh, repay that uh, full distribution, it's treated as if it were paid in a direct pay to uh, plan to plan transfer. So you don't owe any federal income tax on that distribution, uh, which is pretty awesome. So just uh, understand that that is an option to be able to withdraw straight from your account. Now, the other option that has uh, come up with the CARES Act is your ability to take a loan against your TSP. And again, it's, it's straight from the CARES Act, and uh, you still have to be a qualified individual, uh, which means you have to be affected by COVID-19, had a spouse be affected by COVID-19 directly, uh, or have, again, one of those uh, adverse financial consequences that we talked about before. So if you meet one of those stipulations, then you can take a, uh, a loan against your TSP, assuming that you have the, the, inc or the uh, funds within your TSP. Um, you can take a general purpose loan up to $100,000. And so normally it was $50,000 limit is the max you could take. That's been bumped up to $100,000. And, and you can also take a, uh, a portion of your available balance that you can borrow against goes up from 50% to 100,000 or sorry, from 50% to 100%. So let's say you only have $50,000 in your account. You can take up to that full amount. So you can take straight $50,000. Uh, 75,000 up to, you can take up to 75,000. Um, so having to be hit with that 50% rule as it was before. Uh, that being said, all other rules on the TSP loan still apply. You still have the same interest rate. You still have to, you can only have one loan out at a time. Um, and, uh, it's still a general purpose loan as a whole. So just understand, um, that you have a lot of ability, a, a lot more, um, flexibility and being able to take a loan and a withdrawal against uh, the amount of money that you have in there as well. And not only that, uh, when you take a loan, you typically have to pay back a monthly amount uh, to pay off that loan. Um, for the purposes of the CARE Act, you uh, have your obligation to make payments on your TSP loans or your loans in general um, have been suspended for the rest of the calendar year of 2020. So if you take out a loan now, you don't have to start making any payments on it until uh, 2020. And let's get kind of 
want to emphasize this uh, as the last point here when we're talking. Um, the loans themselves, you can only take out until November 30th, 2020. So any loans between now and then count as is CARE Act stipulation. And with regards to the withdrawals, you have up until the uh, 15th of December to be able to apply for a withdrawal, uh, December 15th, 2020 to be able to apply for a withdrawal and uh, self-certify that you meet uh, one of those uh, conditions that we talked about before. Um, that being said, they don't, they don't require you to, um, to send or submit any supporting documentation with your application in regards to your medical status or any, any status like that. Um, and, you know, having filled out the process myself, like I said, it is, uh, it's a, pretty easy process for the for the most part i filled out one form and i submitted it and it took about um i don't know two weeks to get processed fully once i had uh once i had um uh emailed it back over and uh it like that about a week later uh, i got the money in my account so um the only thing stipulation I would say is that if you are married, you have to get your spouse's approval on that as well. But one great thing that they have done uh, in the time of COVID is they have waived the uh, requirement to get the form notarized. So uh, it's a front and back form uh, with the ability to withdraw uh, against your TSP. And you fill out all the required information for your, uh, you know, your information, your name, your TSP number, if you're married or not, how much money you actually want to withdraw against, um, you know, what the account is you're sending it to. You get your spousal signature on it. Don't need to have it notarized. And then I submitted the form over email. Two weeks later, it was processed, and then a week later, I had the money in my account. So it's about a three-week process to get in total to get that all done. So if you are looking to, uh, if you're looking at your TSP and seeing that it's doing nothing uh, for you, or you're worried about what's happening with the stock market, if you think that money could be better use in other places, uh, by all means, please look up the CARES Act withdrawal or the CARES Act loan uh, that you can take against your TSP, especially if you have been in for a long time, and you have a lot of money sitting in there. I'm sure that it could be better be used um, to maximize returns that you're going to get. Uh, or it's also a great way to start your investing uh, career if you have that extra little bit of money that you want to throw into syndication, uh, JV, uh, buying a property for yourself for the first time, however you decide to utilize that money. So my advice to you, again, is you can find all, all of this information on tsp.gov. I would specifically Google uh, COVID-19 TSP withdrawals or TSP loans, and I'll give you the specific uh, link to the site. I tried looking for it straight from my TSP account uh, information login, and I couldn't find any, like find the link for it. So just Google thrift savings plan, COVID-19 withdrawals or loans, and you should be able to find all the information you would ever want on that. I think it's a great opportunity to utilize that money um, and not get hit with a whole bunch of tax uh, withdrawal or tax penalties from early distribution that you would normally be able to get hit, uh, get hit with since it's a tax deferred or tax advantage account, if you will. So uh, with that, I hope you have learned a lot on this PCI teaches. If you have more, any more questions on the TSP as a whole or want to know how I use my TSP uh, withdrawals or, uh, you know, how much I'm actually putting in my TSP, matching all of that, you know, please send me an email or reach out to me. Happy to discuss that with you uh, in more detail. But with that, I hope you have enjoyed this PCI teaches. We'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate Show. Thanks for listening. 
If you are a military investor and found this episode of the Lessons in Real Estate show packed with great information, tell your friends and leave a five-star rating on your listening platform. Every comment is read and appreciated. Don't forget to check out our weekly episodes of PCI Teaches, brought to you by Pinto Capital Investments. Learn about basic and advanced topics in real estate investing. Catch updates on Anthony's journey through Learn and Teach segments. And listen to the tales of other military investors and real estate professionals every week. We'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate show.